From the Fancy Lady Cowgirl headquarters, welcome to the Cowgirl Problems Podcast. This podcast is dedicated to everyone who embodies the cowgirl or cowboy spirit, regardless of what you wear or where you live. The guests on this show are a little fancy, a little ranchy, and they all have a kick-ass story to tell. I'm your host, Courtney Dehoff. Join me for the ride. Well, welcome to the Cowgirl Problems Podcast. I'm pumped for our guest today because she is involved in an industry that I'm very intrigued by, an industry that I use the products from. I use her products, actually, and I just don't know much about it. So I am thrilled to have Hannah Beckett of Lee Hemp on the podcast. Hello, Hannah. Hello, Courtney. So I'm looking, I'm good. I'm looking at my notes and I have, okay, Hannah Beckett, a hemp farmer, a hemp rancher, a hemp grower. I'm like, what? I don't even know what the appropriate title, what, what would you call yourself? A hemp farmer is usually what we refer to ourselves as. Hemp grower is fine. I don't know many people that refer to us as hemp ranchers, although I kind of like that vibe a little better. (laughs) I love it. I love it. Okay. We'll, we'll go with hemp farmer. Um, so Hannah, you, I don't know. I was trying to think of when we first connected. Um, it was a while ago and you reached out and yeah, you reached out, you sent me some products and I was like, yeah, Hey, like I'll, I'll give them a try, whatever. They're, they're amazing girl. That's CBD cream. Like uh, I've got my mom turned on to it and she's very high maintenance with her CBD because she thinks she's hurt. Um, but it is so good. Your products are great. But I remember when you reached out, I was like, so what's the story? I'm a big person. I'm big about the story behind companies. So before we dive into like what hemp even is, uh, tell me a little bit about how did you get involved in this? Did you like grow up? on a hemp farm or what's the story? Yeah, so not at all. And I remember when you messaged me back, first of all, I was like so excited. I think you were the first person of the hundreds of messages I had sent to respond to me. And I was like, girl, I don't know you're part of our story. We don't, we're like just getting started. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But we, so my brother and I own the business currently. And our background is, mixed agriculture. Um, My parents lived in Uruguay for a while, so he grew up dairy farming for a little bit. He helped run a dairy when he was younger, and then they moved back to the U.S., Um, and I grew up out in rural Montana. Um, My mom raised dogs, actually, but I worked for the neighbors who farmed, and he worked on ranches here and there. Um, So just kind of mixed. My dad's family owns a cattle ranch out by Roundup, Montana, that we helped on quite a bit. Um, So I think it was just kind of at his point in life a couple of years ago, he was like, I really want to get back into agriculture. He had left. He was in the oil fields. um, But as far as a career goes, that had always been his passion. So he kind of saw the opportunity to grow some hemp. He had been interested in CBD and learning about it. So from the get-go, it was to produce CBD products. That's what he wanted to do, um, but wanted to be involved in the farming of it, not just the production end. Um, I guess to reword that, primarily wanted to farm hemp. That was his hope. And then, so he did that in 2018 um, because he had, I think, you know, like 20 acres and the opportunity to. So he's started doing that, made some products, um, got it in a few stores here and there, was selling it. 
to friends and family and then kind of brought me on because he was like, I don't know anything about how to build a website or who to ask about how to build a website and that sort of stuff. So I had just graduated from MSU with a marketing degree. And so I think he just kind of was like, well, I'll call Hannah. Um, <laughs> so he just called me one day and he was like, hey, can you help me with this stuff kind of? Um, here's the guy I'm using right now for my website stuff. I don't know. What do you think? Just like had me dive in. And so then we started kind of having more conversations because that was something I've always wanted to end up back in agriculture. But in the meantime, kind of use the skills I learned in school and um, what I'm passionate about. And that's growing businesses at the time. So that's where we kind of joined forces and we were like, okay, let's do this bigger scale. And that was just then this last year where we really took off, have streamlined everything, started reaching out to affiliates. And that's where I came in and started messaging people like yourself. Um, so yeah, that kind of is a little bit about our background, brings you up to speed on why you got a random message from me one day. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, but I'm so glad I did. I'm so glad I did. I love the products, uh, you guys. And Hannah, I think I told you via Instagram, you were the very first company to jump on board for the Fancy Lady Cowgirl event and say, yes, we're in. We support this. What do you mean? Yeah. And it just means so much that you guys believe uh, so much in me. And um, I'm just, I'm just so excited that you know we have this this little partnership. And I want to before we dive into the hemp side of things, what was mm -hmm. it about agriculture for both you and your brother? What was it about agriculture that you both were like, okay, we want to be involved in agriculture in some aspect. We want to, in your brother's case, get back into agriculture. What was it that drew you back? Uh, that's a great question. I think for me anyway, and I'll, I'll maybe just speak for myself on this, but I would assume it's for him as well. The lifestyle that comes with almost every form of agriculture is common sense focused. And I find that really attractive. So I just think when you're, you grow up in that and you're involved in that, you tend to look at things very logically and be really resourceful. And I've always wanted to be somebody that's, that's capable to do a lot of things on my own or capable to reach out to people to, and, and know who to reach out to, to have them help me with something. And I find that that's that agriculture is a lifestyle where you just learn those skills. You learn how to be resourceful because you don't typically have a boss standing over you telling you how to do something or even a coworker necessarily to bounce ideas off of. Oh, very so. good. Very good. Now, I have to imagine that it was the agriculture mindset for you and probably for your brother that led you, uh, that, that gave you the mindset, I guess, to just be like, yeah, CBD it is. Because to me saying, <laughs> okay, yes, we're going to make CBD products. Not only are we going to make the products, but we're really, what we're interested in is we're going to actually learn to grow this stuff. To me, that's like being like, okay, I think I'm going to get into rocket ships. Um, and you know, I'm probably going to build one that can go to Mars and take people with it in it as well. It just, it's, it's so out of my realm, but you got, you, it sounds like y'all just dove right in. So first and foremost, what is yeah. the hardest part of this journey? So I think the hardest part of it is that, like you said, we just were kind of like, okay, CBD it is. And we just dove right into it and learned everything about it. Now, I think I came in, you know, maybe a year down the road and my brother knew 
a whole pile of stuff already that he had researched. Just if you knew him or knew us together, we both are very interested in like supplements and general health. So I, it, part of it stemmed from that as well, because we were like, this is kind of the best of both worlds. Like we really are into, um, like naturopathic health remedies, maybe that seems a little extreme, but just like different routes to fix root problems and CBD tended to be popular in that area at the time. And we really liked the actual product. And then it was like, well, to get this product, you have to grow plants and we're both excited about that. So let's farm. All that being said, we still really didn't know like, okay, how do you dive in and be competitive with, you know, CBD MD and Charlotte's Web and Medterra and all these big companies. And how do we, how do we yell to the world, like what sets us apart and what makes us different? And the fact that we're, you know, farming this hemp on our own land in our backyard and all this stuff without just like paying for every Facebook ad ever, you know, Mm -hmm. like how do we get that out to the people we want to know about us? Yeah. You know, and I remember, um, that was one of the reasons I said, yes. I mean, I would have let you send me product regardless, but one of the reasons that I was really interested in not only having you send me product to try, but then talking about it and sharing about it, um, is because of your story. And that is what sets you apart. I could go to the whole foods down the street or the Kroger and there's 10 million different CBD products. But I think what definitely sets Lee hemp apart is the story. I love that it's, you know, a brother sister duo. I love that you guys have that ranching and agriculture back background. Okay. Hemp, CBD. What is, what is it? I, you know, here's the thing. I'm probably, I'm one of those people. This makes me sound like a really terrible influencer right now. Your stuff works. I just don't actually know what it is or what it, I mean, I know what it does. It makes me feel better, (laughs) but I don't actually know the science behind it. So I guess let's start there. Lee hemp. First of all, I guess, where did the name Lee come from? What is hemp? Just give me all the details. I'm clueless. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, Lee is our last name. My last name's Beckett now, but my brother's last name is Lee. He, like I said, just was like, yeah, I want to do this. Kind of slapped a name on an LLC, I think, and <laughs> started. And then I came in and I was like, eh, I thought about renaming it, but I really like it. I, I like the idea of leaving a legacy with our family name in it. We might start to rebrand a few things with, I think you've seen it like Lee Hemp Co. So it's more like the Lee Hemp Company rather than just Lee Hemp. But um, <laughs> um, <laughs> so that's where Lee Hemp came from. My name is Hannah Lee initially, originally, and um, his name is Zephaniah Lee. So that's a tough one, but he goes by Zeph. Um, Lee Hemp, I think we just went with that because one, we're not like just farming CBD, right? We grow hemp plants. So we weren't going to go like Lee CBD. Um, and then two, kind of strategically, you don't see a lot of CBD companies that have CBD in the name. And that is because the regulations around advertising are really hard mm. to uh, actually say CBD in any sort of like paid advertisement on the internet. It'll get banned. Um, so you have to relabel everything as hemp, but people typically still kind of know enough that hemp and CBD are at least somehow correlated. Okay. So hemp is the plant. And then yeah. I'm assuming the CBD, I sound like, I should have researched this, but I- No, no, no. 
it's one of those things that it's, it's so convoluted and there's so much information out there. So I want to hear it from you, the farmer firsthand. So you have the hemp plant and the CBD Mm -hmm. comes from the hemp plant, I guess. Yes. So you have the hemp plant and the hemp plant has these crystals on it that grow on primarily just on the female plant. You grow a feminized hemp seed. So it grows female plants primarily. And then you can like, as our crop grows, if we see with our first couple ones, if we see any male plants, we just pull the plant all together, get rid of it because it will cross pollinate and mess up your crop. So the CBD is in crystals on this female plant. And then we extract that. There's several different extraction methods. We do a whole plant extract. So you basically soak the whole plant in a food grade alcohol and then extract that alcohol out. The alcohol dissolves all those CBD crystals and then you take that alcohol back out. Interesting. Okay, very cool. So leave it to the female to be doing all the work. Yeah, I see. Exactly. Um, Okay, so it's the female hemp plant is primarily where the CBD comes from. So let's talk about all of the different uses. I mean, I think that is something that people, they may not necessarily know what CBD is, where it comes from, but they know what it's used to treat. So let's talk about all the different um, uses. I use your CBD cream primarily just because I like to not go to the gym for six months and then go to the gym and become a bodybuilder in one day. So I use it, I use it a lot for that, but there's, there's a whole wide variety of different um, things that CBD can actually treat. I just to comment on that. I went for a run yesterday and I haven't ran since like November. I run like twice a year because all of a sudden I'm like a track star. And I came back and I was like, who am I thinking, one, I can do that, and two, that I could just not put CBD on before I went for that run. My hip feels broken. It does a wide variety of things, which I think partially is why people get so confused about it, because they're like, wait, is this supposed to be anxiety medication? Am am I supposed to be putting it on my skin? What do I do with this? And really what it comes down to is like, like any medicine we take, Advil or whatever, it, it's reacting with our nervous system and with our brain, right? So you can take it internally and like those tinctures that we have, a lot of people take that, drop it under their tongue or whatever, and people see great results with decreased anxiety or it'll help improve sleep, which there's, I mean, decades of research tied to, the, I guess, marijuana on that end, right? Anxiety relief and whatnot, but a lot then then as the years progress, they realized, hey, not all these benefits are coming from THC. This is really just from the hemp plant. So let's grow a hemp plant without the THC, see if we get the same benefits. And a lot of them are still present. So it does help decrease anxiety for a lot of people. It does really help improve their quality of sleep. But then on a more basic level, it helps decrease inflammation. So, and that's where you see that pain relief come in is in a cream form or in an internal form, whatever, however you're taking it, it's going to help decrease inflammation. So in your joints, your knees, if you're working out in your muscles, if they're swollen, um, any tension, that sort of stuff, it's going to help relax, decrease inflammation. And then in our products specifically, we're pairing it with things to help even improve that side effect even further. So like that max pain cream, that you love has menthol in it. I think the one you love has mm-hmm. menthol in it, right? Yep. So it's like cooling and providing that like on the surface, good skin feel. And then as it absorbs is really its basic function is it's decreasing inflammation um, to help provide pain relief. So 
I love it. I love it. You know, I, I feel like um, CBD sort of, I don't know, maybe five to 10 years ago was still sort of this like, I, not taboo, but like kind of. No, it was. Yeah. People were like using it, but they were like, oh yeah, they're definitely like doing something they shouldn't be doing. It. I feel like in the last 10 years, it's completely common now. Um, I think there's still a lot of maybe, not misunderstanding, but I just a lot of, we don't like general people like me, I buy it and use it. I don't actually know um, how, you know, how it's grown, how it's farmed, what exactly it does. I'm learning that today. Do you feel like uh, CBD has just totally become more of like a mainstream product nowadays? Yeah, absolutely. I think it totally just went along with like the pot head kind of stigma, yeah. you know, everybody was like, well, it's pretty much the same thing for a long time there. And I don't, I, I think that, again, that just comes from the fact that like the hemp and the marijuana plant are in the same family and they look alike kind of, and people just assumed that they were more correlated than they are. And now there's just more education, right? More awareness, more studies. Um, and people are using it and seeing results and not getting high. And that really just <laughs> speaks for itself. Um, so they just kind of went from people thinking that it was a drug to realizing it's like, if you compared it to like drinking a cup of coffee instead of doing crack, you're like, okay, we're just getting some energy, right? right. By drinking a cup of coffee, it's not that extreme. Um, maybe I'm not allowed to say talk about crack on here, but <laughs> <laughs> I think that honestly, that seems like an extreme example, but in a lot of people's heads, they were just like, oh, it's the same thing. You're just like, sitting at home getting high if you're taking CBD. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, I would think, you know, CBD comes from a plant that sounds a little more natural than other things that, you know, we can buy for pain and that sort of thing. And to be very honest, um, I was sort of maybe under the impression that the marijuana plant and the hemp plant were the same plant, but I'm, is, did I understand that correctly? They're not even the same plant. They're technically not the same plant. No, they're in the same family. Um, but they are two different plants and really the main thing just being the THC content. So interesting. But I mean, you're most people think that you're not way off on that. Yeah. I think, you know, and I think that's where a lot of the, um, the confusion and the misconceptions and things came in for so many years with CBD is that I think we all assumed it was coming from the same plant and it's so heavily regulated. And I think we know so much more, really um, about it now. I'm curious. So like, because you farm it as well as produce a product. So like from the day your brother puts the little, or you put the little seed in the ground to mm -hmm. you're sending out a CBD cream to Courtney, how long does something, how long does that take that yeah, concept, you know, to completion? Like six months, but okay. for perspective, like we can get a big, big batch of CBD off of a couple acres of plants. We just extract kind of as we need it so that we're making sure we're, you know, regulating our CBD um, and using extractors that we trust. But if you were just to be like, okay, I'm going to grow this hemp plant, then I'm going to extract the CBD off of it and bottle it and put it in a tincture. I interrupt this episode really quick. I have to go grab a cup of coffee, but not just any coffee. Oh no, here on the Cowgirl Problems podcast, the fancy lady cowgirl only drinks, wait for it, cowgirl coffee. For my great friends over at Cattleman's Coffee, it is so tasty, y'all. Seriously, I always start my morning with a cup, and then I have one mid-morning, and then I have another in the afternoon. 
Dare I say it, it is buckin' delicious, so be sure to check out Cattleman's Coffee so you can wrangle in your morning. Okay, if we have people listening who have never delved into the the CBD, the world of CBD, whether it's the creams or the tinctures, or you even have CBD for, for pets, where would yes. you recommend they start? Like, do you say, hey, start? I guess it sort of depends on what they're treating, doesn't it? Yeah. Absolutely does. Anybody's welcome to reach out to us. Just if you're at like go to leehemp.com, fill out the contact form and be like, this is what I'm struggling with. Could you recommend some products? We're more than happy to do little consultations like that. So they could start there. But one, I think taking CBD internally is always a good place to start because it's going to help with internal and external issues. Kind of our flagship product, like our CBD tincture, i like the mint cream and the coconut flavors, but we do have it unflavored. That's always a good place to start. If you're like, ah, I have this weird like eczema rash on my skin, then maybe start with a lotion, you know? On the tinctures, this is more for my own personal benefit because I do use the tinctures, but I use them a little like I go to the gym. And my mom is always yelling at me, mm-hmm. that if I'm going to take the CBD, I have to take it consistently so it can build up in my system. Now, she is not a doctor. But, um, I wanted to ask you, I had that, I was like, make sure I ask Hannah if I am doing this wrong. Does it take several weeks for that to build up? How should I, I, I'm supposed, I suppose this is written on the bottle, but you know, I've never read the the bottle. So that's just how I operate. I don't know who I want to side with on this one. Okay. I agree with your mom in that you need to take things consistently to decide if you're seeing a consistent result and you will, you're more likely to notice it if you were just like, okay, I take this every night for 30 days mm-hmm. and then report back on how you feel in 30 days, you know? But as far as it like building up in your system and you seeing more of a result on day 30 than on day three even, you know, mm-hmm. I don't know that I agree with that. I mean, yes, your body does hold on to things, but it also typically things are in and out of your blood system in you know, two days or whatever. If you're like, I'm really looking to see a specific result in this, give it 30 days, be consistent with it. One, just because your body is probably going to start absorbing it a little better and processing it versus just being like, we don't know what that is. Get rid of it. It's like anything, you know, if you just start a new vitamin or cut something out of your diet, they say you need to do it for so long. And um, so that makes sense for sure. But I'm going to tell my mom she was wrong. But you were wrong. I would, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll let you do that. I would also say if somebody's like, I really struggle with sleep, I hope that if they take it two or three nights in a row by the third night, if they're taking enough for their body weight. I'm like the worst. You're going to be like, wow, um, Courtney is not allowed to promote us anymore because I'm going, I don't even measure. I just take as much as the no, little no, no. will fill up, but I'm like always broken and I'm always can never sleep and I'm always anxious. So I'm like, I should probably just take as much as possible. Just, just take it. Well, that's the thing. You're not, you're not going to overdose on it. I think people take too little often. But for me, no judgment. If you saw how I take my vitamins and just like all my supplements in general, including my CBD, you would not yeah. feel bad. My husband's always like, you know, people get like those, those pill trays, you know, to decide and make sure they're taking the same thing. I'm like, well, I'll take a handful of this today because I don't think I had any all week. Yeah. And I'll take a handful of this tomorrow, maybe. I like your style. This is why I like y'all. This is why I like you. Um, I love it. Hannah, if there is like one thing that you want, you would want people to know about your company or just about hemp or CBD in general, what would it be? First and foremost, don't be afraid to try it. 
people get really in their head about trying new products and I understand that to a point but the amount of stuff that we're trying every day that we don't know every minute detail about is already crazy then they get really hung up on the fact that they haven't done every ounce of research that there is to be done on CBD before they try it. I would say just trust our process. We're very determined to make everything consistent and to stick to quality regulations. So our batches are consistent and you're going to be getting a very regulated product that is legal for you to use and good for you to use. Secondly, kind of switching to more of our mission and about our brand instead of products. Something that we're hoping to do more of within our brand is to give back to veterans and active military members. Now, CBD is super regulated for active military members, so veterans is more our focus right now. So that's an area that, one, we're already giving back to veterans and veteran charities via product and financial donations. And then, two, that we're looking for more ways to give back, and we'd love suggestions. Oh, I love that. And I actually had that written down. That's one of the things, you know, one of the many things I love about your company is that you're, you're giving back. Um, to veterans. And, you know, you, you talk about the things that CBD can treat, high anxiety, can't sleep, mm-hmm. pain. I mean, who experiences those things more than, right. vet- more than our veterans? I have your website pulled up as we're chatting. And I remember one of the questions that I had. And the reason I asked is because I was like, I want to use the most aggressive one. So on <laughs> the tinctures, um, yeah. so everything, so like I'm looking at, this is the natural, or this is the pain. Oh, this is the cream. So like it says THC free. Do you offer mm-hmm. products that do have the regulated amount of THC in them? And what's the difference is one stronger than the other? Because I think that's the question I asked you, um, via DM. That's a great question. Actually, anything that is labeled hundred percent THC free is hundred percent THC free. Anything that is not labeled that has less than 0.3% THC in it, which is the federally regulated amount. Almost all of our stuff comes in, well, well, well below that, like 0.1. You're never, ever, ever getting more than 0.3%, obviously, but that 100% THC-free product line, really we make that because, one, just if somebody's concerned about it, right, there's a lot of people that are worried about it and we understand that and so we wanted products that were available to them and then two if people are in an industry where they are randomly drug tested or drug tested a lot then even if they wouldn't have been concerned about it they are now anybody with a cdl a lot of people in the medical industry a lot of things are drug tested so we wanted to make sure there was something available for them was still just as quality of a product. So going into that, all of our stuff has an equal amount of CBD content in it, whether it's THC-free or not. Our tinctures are 1,000 milligrams of CBD per fluid ounce. If you're looking at a cream, it all has the same amount of CBD. What we do with that is we just run it through a second extraction process to take out the THC. So if anybody's listening that knows more about a little bit more about CBD or wants a little bit more on the background, so basically you can you can get a CBD isolate, which is just like 100% CBD. It's that one cannabinoid from the hemp plant. Um, and a lot, of, a lot of companies make their THC-free products from that because it's just CBD. So they add that in a tincture or a cream or whatever. We, however, have a CBD distillate, which has a full spectrum. So that's where you hear that term, a full spectrum or a broad spectrum of cannabinoids. It's more beneficial to have CBD paired with those other cannabinoids. Within that full spectrum, you have 
a little bit of THC. That's where our original products come in, make them with that distillate. And then for our THC-free products, instead of using that isolate like I was talking about, we're not. We're still using a distillate. We just run it through a second extraction process, extract that THC so that people are still getting a full-spectrum THC-free product. Interesting. I, you know, I totally had never thought about the, like, companies or the military or someone um, drug testing. At Fancy City Cowgirl, we don't drug test, so I will take the 0.3% THC all day long, um, but that very valid uh, points. And, Mm -hmm. you know, it just sort of depends too, I I suppose, what people are comfortable with. So I'm glad that you answered that because I remember you sent me one that was THC free and one that wasn't. And I was like, well, I want the, I want the strong one. So I was like, yeah. Yeah. And you were like, Hey, listen, they're no different. (laughs) One just Yeah. And it it really just comes down to, especially the way we're doing it, there really, there shouldn't be a difference in any result. It's just what people are more comfortable with or what they prefer. So I love that. Um, What is next? Like, do you guys, I mean, what's on the horizon? Are we, are we, are there any new products you have coming out? Like what's, uh, what can we expect next from Lee Hemp? A couple things. As far as, as far as products go, we are on the brink of success with CBD gummies. Ooh, (laughs) sign me up. I will test those all day long. Yeah, I know. I'm like, Zeph, just keep sending them up here. I'll test all of them. We'll see. (laughs) The balance with that is just making sure we have a gummy that doesn't melt in the mail without pumping it full of preservatives. Mm -hmm. So that's been the struggle with that. But those are very soon to come. So stay tuned for CBD gummies. Kind of as a brand goes, a couple things. For anyone that keeps up with our Instagram, I talk about this quite a bit over there. But we this year produced a hemp seed crop, meaning... We farmed hemp plants and then harvested the hemp seed, let them go to seed, harvested the hemp seed off of them so that we can be a hemp seed supplier to other hemp farmers, to gardeners, um, anybody interested in growing hemp. One, because we would like to see the industry grow and the general public become more knowledgeable about hemp. And if people are gardening two or three hemp plants in their backyard, just like they do tomato plants, then we're going to see that happen, right? And two, because there was kind of a lack of good quality hemp seed when we went to do this. So we now have, it's actually a second site. Our regular site is just leehemp.com. Leehempseeds.com has hemp seed that people can buy in packets of just a couple hemp seeds for their garden or all the way up to if somebody's farming hemp large scale, Um, that's a conversation we could have as well. So that's something we did kind of as an offshoot of our brand, but that we felt would keep us, one, really involved in the agricultural community instead of just product development, you know? Mm -hmm. And then two, because we like doing it. I love that. And, you know, when we sort of circling back to that whole conversation of the things that make Lee Hemp unique and different, that's it right there. I mean, you are from seed to rubbing the cream on, you know, Courtney, you guys really do it all. And I think that's what's really neat. And I think that that is sort of cool and and sort of what sets Lee Hemp apart. Because here's the thing, and um, I don't think I've ever, I mean, told you this, but I, I get reached out to all the time by CBD companies and hemp companies. And I always tell them, no, thank you. Because I know the story behind 
you guys. And I feel like I know you, we've never met in person yet. I I'm, know. It will happen. <laughs> but like, I feel, I'm like, no, I'm going to stick with my ag people because I know I can trust my like agriculture people to put out a quality product and to be honest about where it's coming from and to answer all of my crazy questions. And so I think, you know, that right there is what sets, what sets y'all apart. Yeah. Well, thank you. That, that's really our goal in it, right? We don't want to be somebody that's just like pumping product in bottles and <clears throat> shipping it out to who knows where. Well, you guys do a great job and all the fancy lady cowgirls at my fancy lady cowgirl events are going to go home with some goodies. And so I'm super excited. Yeah, they are. I finalized what they're going to be getting today. So I can't wait. It's going to be great. I'm so glad that you guys are involved and I'm just, you know, I'm so glad that you sent that, that, uh, the message that started it all. I'm glad I must've been on Instagram. Let's be honest. I'm on Instagram all the time. I must've been uh, <laughs> checking my DMS because you said I was one of the first to respond back. So I'm so glad. I think things like you were the first ever. I, I was so it. excited. I love it. I think things like, and this was before I even, ha I didn't even have a very big following. Like y'all believed in me. I believed in you. And you know, it was just meant to be. It was just meant to be. It was meant to be. <laughs> and now I get to follow your crazy adventures with your bowl and cowgirl <sighs> and okay, all of the things. I mean, not to like make this even more complicated because I know you all got a lot of irons in the fire, but well, I wouldn't probably use it on top dollar because he's already almost too docile. But like, you know, I see you got CBD tincture for pets. A bucking bowl. I guess a bucking bowl could be considered a pet, but we're going to need a bigger jug, I think, for a bowl. <laughs> Does he like salmon oil? That's my concern because yeah. dogs and cats love salmon oil and they'll lick that stuff up like crazy, but I, I'm not sure. Okay, this Loki, I this is on the down low because I have no idea when it will happen. But on our list is horse treats of potential products. So maybe on our list is bull cookies. What do we yeah, what do we call them? I call them bull cookies. That's not what most people call them. I think most people call them yes, cubes. <laughs> yeah, okay. cute. Um, no, I, I, I'm, yeah, I don't know about the salmon. Top dollar is a little persnickety yeah, about cookies. I don't, I think we'd need like an apple flavor or something more, maple, something more delicious yeah. than salmon. Yeah. Well, you just know in Texas, you've got a bunch of test dummies, AKA bucking bulls. If you ever need to like Come test Watch them just all start laying down as they open the gate. They're like, now we're good. <laughs> and I can just imagine, because like Top Dollar, um, the men in Top Dollar's life have, are already, they're not concerned, but they always have to remind us girls that he is a bucking bull. We do need him to perform and not like be licking people in the shoot. So I can just hear it. And I'm like, hey, Laramie, I think we need to give um, Top Dollar CBD. But here's the thing. You know, bucking bulls, their joints. I mean, it, it's that's, that's what I was just thinking. Yeah. Ooh, we should definitely. maybe it's like a post show, post rodeo. Maybe they need a little help with inflammation. You've got something here. I love it. I'm Lee, gonna write it down. Gonna change Lee Hemp's gonna change the bucking bull industry. I'm calling it right now. I love it. That's <laughs> I would love to see it. <laughs> that's so funny. That is so funny. Well, 
Hannah, this has been awesome. I learned a lot. I don't feel quite as um, silly now when I'm taking my products that I don't really know where they come from or that they, what plant they come from. So this has been fun. And um, I will share all the information about where people can find you, um, you know, leehempcbd.com. Also, I would like everyone listening, you really need to follow Lee Hemp on Instagram for many reasons. <laughs> First, Hannah is funny, and Hannah likes to keep us updated on how many thousands of followers she is <laughs> away from 10,000, which I'm not laughing. You've got a little place to go. It's over 9,000 away. Yeah. We're going to make it happen. So I need all the, the Cowgirl Problems uh, listeners to go give it a follow. And I wanted to tell you too, one of the things that I've really been loving that I've noticed you guys have been doing more of is sort of that behind the scenes stuff, because I've learned a lot. Um, from your videos. Um, you see your brother doing some cool stuff. And so, yeah, I love that. So if you're listening, follow them on Instagram so that you can uh, get the, get the BTS. I love, I love a little behind the scenes action. Yeah. We're going to keep doing more of that. I think we got in our heads a little, I got in my head a little bit and I was like, no, it needs to be like great video content, like professional camera. And sometimes I'm like, no, throw an iPhone up there. Let's let people see what we're doing. Oh, 100%, 100%. I think, um, I think what you're doing is even better than professional videos and things because it's more, you know, it's more relatable and people can see that, oh, so this isn't just some mega corporation and who knows where pumping out, you know, bottles of CBD and yeah, no, I love it. Y'all are real. You're raw. It's great. You're funny. Um, I'm praying for you. Well, you are too. I live for for your jogger watch. Oh, yeah. Well, you know what? Now that I got some good CBD in my life, I might actually jog this year. I haven't decided. (laughs) You should just, you know, really just for the gram. I wouldn't do it for any other reason if I were you. Yeah. Don't run. Yeah. Yeah. I'll be like you. There'll be one day where I'm like, I'm going to actually jog during jogger watch. And then I'll call you and be like, I need some tank. Horrible idea. And take the CBD cream with you. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Oh, Hannah, thank you so much. This was so fun. And thanks for joining the Cowgirl Problems podcast.